This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. Wash my hands of this weirdness. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, this time on a Wednesday, May 13th. How you guys doing today? We've got Ryan here on video. Tony's having some camera issues, but we have him at least in voice for now. And uh, yeah, a little technical difficulties, but uh, you know, the show goes on. Indeed. Yeah. Good morning, sir. Good morning, fellas. Um, I am frustrated beyond belief with Xfinity. I want to say how disappointed and frustrated I am. I upgraded my service with these clowns. And they instead have, instead of speeding up my internet speed, they have lowered it and I'm having massive issues this morning. So a little frustrated, but happy to be here with you guys. Well, good. Hopefully, you sound good over here. You sound good. You sound good. We can't see you yet, but, uh, you know, hopefully you can get that uh, figured out during the break as far as the video goes. But uh, in the meantime, you know, we are moving on with the show. Now, quick question for you guys. Have you ever yep. lived in a haunted house? Mm. I, <laughs> I, go, go, go I, ahead, Tony. While you're thinking, Rai Rai, I, I, um, I don't know if it's per se haunted, but uh, the house that uh, my ex-wife and I had in Thornton, Colorado, um, there was the creepy story. Uh, I, I've told you, Chris, and I, I know I don't want to take up too much time on this topic but uh yeah there was a, a weird like don't know if it was a apparition or a blur i don't know what the hell it was but my dogs used to bark at it i used to see it off the corner of my eye and i used to think i was either just tired or crazy until the uh, ex-wife had seen it and she goes do you see what i see and i'm like okay good i'm not crazy so i used <laughs> to stand at the top of the balcony there was this like weird blur image thing. And during the divorce, a lot of weird stuff happened um, like scratches on the wall and that weren't squirrels at that place. And uh, a lot of creepy things happened there. So uh, okay. a lot of bad energy well, there. <laughs> I'd say that counts. What about you, Ryan? You know, I never lived in a uh, haunted house, but my grandma, I used to stay with my grandma and she had one of those, it was like a 1920s mannequin. <laughs> <laughs> so very, creepy to begin very with creepy and and that was always there lingering always 
you know, I'd wake up, look over, and see the mannequin, and it, it was uh, it was creepy. Well, even though it's not haunted, you know, anytime there's mannequins or dolls or, or clowns involved, it, it can be quite creepy. You never want to wake up and look at a mannequin. Yep. Dead so, in the eye. Exactly. Absolutely. Yes, I I did live in a haunted house. Uh, for the sake of time, I won't get into the story, but I did want to tell you guys about this story. Nestled in the southern hills of Italy, um, Colbrero looks like the perfect, picture-perfect, quaint village. Boy, my reading's not so good today. Uh, but the stunning town hides a disturbing secret so terrifying locals will never utter the name of the place they live. Colbrero is said to be cursed with horrifying examples of ill fortune and bad luck befalling those within its walls. The legend of the curse dates back to the 1940s when the then mayor of Colbrero is said to have proclaimed at the town council meeting, may the chandelier fall down if I'm not telling the truth. Seconds later, the huge chandelier above his head crashed to the ground, and since then, locals have believed he put a chilling hex on their hometown. Ever since, villagers have believed in the curse, and since that fateful day, a number of unexplained tragedies have befallen those affected. So fiercely do locals fear the curse, they refuse to ever describe the town by its name, and instead refer to it only as Village with No Name. And the village infamy has spread far and wide. One local admits that when uh, he was in a restaurant in a nearby city, people moved away from him when they realized he was from Colabrero. <laughs> the, the village's name itself is said to have a horrifying origin. It comes from the word Colubur, which means snakes. And some locals say it is a place where evils, evil presences live. Not only that, but Colabrero <laughs> has long been rumored to be the ancient home of Masiare, or powerful woman who worked their magic using spells, the evil eye, and curses. So, even though you may have lived in a haunted house tone, uh, it, it's not nearly as cursed or as haunted as Colabrero. <laughs> no, it definitely is not as haunted as that. So that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a good call-in topic one day is just to uh, talk about haunted places that uh, people have either visited or lived. I know uh, we've got Virginia City up here, which is said uh, to have many haunted sites. But uh, definitely. Dude, that sound bite, that sound bite, you could say any. All right, I'm going to say Virginia City and then play it. Oh, you're going to have to Virginia wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, go. Virginia City. Drop okay. any city name. Is <laughs> located near the capital of Nevada, Carson City. <laughs> and about 10 miles outside of Carson City is Dayton, Nevada. <laughs> All right, folks. Let's talk about today's show on this Wednesday. Hump Day! Yeah! We've got a great show lined up for you. Today we have Animal Tales, Instant Pot Hacks, our call-in topic at 9.15, so get those phones ready. You lied on your resume. 
Ryan's going to take us on this day in history. And coming up next, we've got Tony with the entertainment news. Folks, don't go anywhere. You won't want to miss this. We'll be right back. To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on a Wednesday, May 13th. Now, as we tell you each and every day, we want to hear from you. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, we have set up a voicemail line called the Phoenix Line, which you can call at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. Leave us a message on any topic just to check in, tell us how you're feeling, keep it entertaining. We'll compile all those together, and on a future segment, we will play those, and uh, your voice may just be heard on the radio. So, uh, you know, don't be shy. Let us know, and like I said, it can be literally about anything. If you uh, are are feeling stir-crazy because you're locked inside, go ahead and vent. Let us know what you think. But uh, we are into the second segment of the show, and as we do each and every day, Tony is here with the entertainment news. Hello, everybody. Wednesday, Wednesday the 13th with our entertainment news. Um, the first one will be from the D.C. world. Um, it looks like DC's Universe's canceled Swamp Thing series will air on the CW. Only one episode of the Swamp Thing series had been released on the DC Universe streaming service. When word got out the show was canceled, fans uh, wanted to see how the remaining nine episodes of the season play out with knowledge that there wouldn't be a season two. But dropping on to a streaming service after it had already been canceled isn't the end of the road for Swamp Thing. The show is now set to air on television as the CW has acquired the rights to broadcast Swamp Thing on their channel. Could this be a second chance at life for the series? There is nothing to say that success on the CW could lead to another Swamp season or another season of the Swamp Thing actually happening. But if the viewers want to see more, you'd think the CW would have at least considered making more and look into the possibility of ordering another season getting Swamp Thing onto their other DC shows. The character did make a quick cameo appearance in an episode of Legends of Tomorrow during Crisis on Infinity Earths crossover event. Yeah, so. uh... Yeah, it's it's interesting because, you know, on our podcast, you know, we've got a uh, pop culture, geeky, nerdy podcast called The Proton Pack, and we talked about the cancellation of uh, Swamp Thing really early on and uh i'm curious to see how they do it on the cw because if i remember correctly it's sort of an r-rated horror type theme that you know they they may have to edit some parts out yeah i would imagine it would have to be dulled down for the cw what are you doing in my swamp what else is on the cw well, CW, CW has all of the uh, Greg Berlanti Arrowverse DC shows. So, um, 
okay. Supergirl, The Flash, Green. Well, Green Arrow's gotcha. wrapped up now. Uh, Black Lightning, Batwoman, uh, oh, wow. Legends of Tomorrow. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's it's a good fit for them. The other thing I'm hoping right. is that when HBO Max rolls out, because they've picked up obviously they're part of uh, Warner Brothers and they picked up all the CW proper or uh, DC properties, uh, that Swamp Thing in its entirety will be on there as well. Yeah, it's uh, hopefully it'll be good. We will find out soon. Does it say um, when it's set to debut on CW? It doesn't. It just says that it's coming. That's literally it. So it's kind of a vague story. So I'm sure it'll pop up again here on the uh, on the old entertainment circle. Um, in other news, another familiar face from the Star Wars Clone Wars um, will be making a jump to live action in the upcoming second season of The Mandalorian. Slash Film reports Katie Sackhoff will reprise the role of Mandalorian warrior Bo-Katan Kreese in Season 2. Sackhoff voiced Bo-Katan in the Clone Wars and the follow-up series Star Wars Rebels, but this will be her first time playing the character live action. This comes off the heel of the news that ex-Jedi Ahsoka Tano is also making her live action debut in Season 2, where she is reportedly being played by Rosario Dawson. No doubt the two character stories will intertwine in The Mandalorian. So that's some really cool news um, coming out of the Star Wars world. Um, the only think? only thing I only thing I heard was Rosario Dawson. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, dude, she's Rosario Dawson's awesome. Now, to uh, yeah, boy, my brain is whoop. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so Rosario Dawson was in uh, Zombieland Double Tap, and she played a character yes. named uh, Reno Nevada. Which, uh, I when did. I saw it in Nova- theaters, did they say Nevada. They said Nevada. When I saw it in theaters and she said that, oh, everybody groaned. And if you're from Nevada, uh, you know that uh, how much that word Nevada just hurts. How did they? How did they not get that one right? It's Hollywood. They don't care. It's. It was a bummer. Right. I was the only one in Colorado cringing at that. Like every time they said it, I lit. <laughs> Colorado. Colorado, Colorado, yeah, oh, Colorado. But some people out here call it Colorado. There's like a red in there. Either it's well, like Nevada, Nevada, <laughs> Nevada. <laughs> no, yeah. You got to get it right, though. You got to get it right. You, you just gotta. Um, other random news that's not related to Star Wars. Um, so as we know, the movie theater business has been shut down since coronavirus. um the first hit theaters oh by the way yours was good too i i i saw it on the replay thank you sir thank you sir i have i have a good teacher (laughs) the first film to hit theaters since the pandemic rap um Un is called unhinged starring academy award-winning actor russell crowe and karen pistorius it's set to race into theaters on July 1st. It's a psychological thriller that's directed by Derek Borte of London Town. Never heard of it. Uh, from a script penned by Carl Ellsworth from Disturbia. He unveiled a brand new trailer and poster today, both which can see Crow's character taking road rage to unprecedented levels. So the movie is basically Russell Crowe storms in a psychological thriller that explores the fragile balance of society pushed to the edge, taking something we've all expected, road rage, to an unpredictable and terrifying conclusion. So now wasn't there? That, you know what? 
You know what other Aussie would have been good in a road rage role? Mel Gibson. <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> that would have been a good fit. Uh, now, wasn't there a movie back in the late 90s, early 2000s with Paul Walker, and they were messing with uh, somebody like a trucker on a CB radio? It was like Rusty Nails or something yeah. like that, and there was a motel involved. Yeah, it was Joyride. 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 Get the heck out of that movie, but Paul Walker pretend Candy Cane. Hi, this candy cane. You, this is rusty nails candy cane. That's it. That's it. <laughs> but yeah, this is uh, this. So this will be the first movie to come back into theaters, and then segueing into the next entertainment thing. Um, it looks like Amazon will be purchasing AMC theaters. So interesting. That wow. That's it. News. So AMC obviously hit a lot of issues during the uh, coronavirus uh, <laughs> times. Um, it doesn't say a whole lot. It talks mainly about their stock, but uh, Amazon is on the heels of purchasing AMC, which could be a good partnership, especially if they explore the whole um, video on demand drama they had with uh, Universal. So. Uh, could be interesting to see what happens there. Um, that has not been a done deal yet, but it looks to they are in the market to purchase it. So now you're Amazon taking over. Yep. Now you're an AMC club member, whatever they call it, Stubbs, I think, or whatever it might be. But uh, you pay a monthly fee in order to get X number of movie movies per month uh, for free, or you know, included. It'd be interesting to see if Amazon includes some sort of deal for Prime members. Oh, I think that'd be awesome. It'll be really cool because it looked like um, Landmark Theaters tried to buy them. I don't know. They were outbid. But uh, yeah, AMC, it was the, it's been a while since I used it. It is Stubbs, but it's like AMC Rewards. Mm -hmm. And the promo is you could see three movies a week. But you could do it every week. So you could literally see, you know, uh, what is that? Um, the math is wrong, but uh, about 12. <laughs> 12. 12. 12 movies a month. <laughs> I love Tony. It took me a sec, too. It took me a sec. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Tony, we've got time for one more story before you got to get over to the celebrity birthdays. Perfect. It'll be a video game story of all things. But uh, on the heels of his birthday yesterday, Tony Hawk, who turned 51, it was announced that Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 is being remade for the PS4 and Xbox One. So if you are a big fan of the Tony Hawk series, it is going to be back. It's made from the same company that brought back Crash Bandicoot and Spyro the Dragon. It will be dropping September 4th, 2020. Um, So if you were a fan of those games... There you go. Tony Hawk is coming back, baby. Yeah, we've talked a lot on our podcast about how many old games are being remade, remastered, rebooted, and uh, I guess this is just another one in that long line. Great game. That is that was great game. It really was. Yeah. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. And they took the two best ones, too. Yeah, it was one and two were awesome. Right. And then after that, kind of started getting a little on the... Uh, as Chris always says, long in the tooth there. Exactly. With that, with that Primus song, remember the Primus song? There was a race car driver. Never did win, don't check a flag. All right, Tone, you know what time it is. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. 
I spared you guys that real crappy dance I do, so you at least you didn't have to see that this today. So that's a <laughs> no, good we're grateful. We're, we're grateful. Uh, Xfinity, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's going to get one complaint and, and two uh, thank yous. Yeah, two thank yous, one complaint. All right, today's birthdays are actually a couple of big names today. So with that being said, turning 33 today is Robert Pattinson, who will be playing Batman. In the upcoming The Batman, or you know him as Edward the Vampire from the Twilight. 33? 33. What an overachiever. <laughs> yeah, he definitely looks older to me, but I'm a well, he's just done so much and accrued so much wealth. <laughs> right. <laughs> the tender age of 32 till today. Uh, Good for you, buddy. The next birthday, which I was going to do on video, I was going to do like a weird head bob and look off to the ceiling, uh, is Stevie Wonder. He's 69, so you're just going to have to imagine me doing the Stevie Wonder impersonation. He is a wonderful 69 nice. years old. Also yes. does an amazing uh, rendition of Happy Birthday. Let's not forget. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he does. <laughs> uh, Dennis Rodman is 58, notorious NBA bad boy who can be featured a lot on uh, The Last Dance, the uh, Chicago Bulls uh, story on ESPN. And Kim Jong-un's bestie. On North, yeah. Yeah, North yeah. Korean uh, state media as well. Exactly. Yeah. He appears a lot on there. Who has been quiet. <laughs> like, is he alive? Is he not? Dennis Rodman hasn't said nothing. Uh, Stephen Colbert is 55. Um, he is of the Daily or no, he's got his he late was from night. the Daily Show, then the Colbert Report, and then he has the yeah. he has his yeah he's some he's now. sometimes known as Stephen Colbert. Colbert, Colbert, Colbert. Oh yeah, Colbert. he went extra French. Yes, his favorite heavy metal band is Flaw. Just fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> no, I never thought was Flaw. Holiday bir- or late heavenly birthdays. Richie Valens would have been seventy nine had he not jumped in the plane with the big bopper. So wow, yeah, that was a good movie, La Bamba. I don't know if we that was good. Lou Diamond Phillips. Yeah, that was awesome LD- movie. LDP man. Yeah, <laughs> Richie. <laughs> you got all. You got all the quotes, bro. Oh, um, to- then- Tony's a quote machine. Any more celebrity yeah. birthdays for us, Tom? One more, and it is a throwback to Ryan's Today in History yesterday. Um, while it's not Florence Nightingale's birthday today, because that was yesterday, B. Arthur birthday would have been today. So, 98. so a nice throwback to uh, the segment from yesterday's show. That was good. There you go. Back and listen to these things. (laughs) (laughs) Right on, folks. Well, stick with us. We will be right back with Animal Tales. Don't go anywhere. We'll see you guys on the other side. Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now, back to the show. And back to the show, indeed. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on a Wednesday, May 13th. Now, we are available all over social media. There is nowhere you can't find us. And our shows are broadcast live every day 
on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. So you can head over to facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio to find the uh, live video feed from Facebook or americamatters.us. Uh, and the Christian Phoenix Radio Show playlist, find us there. Now, if you want to get a hold of me, go to the page, uh, facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio, of course, with an R, or on Instagram at Christian Phoenix. Tony is available at facebook.com forward slash Tony dot Sanfilippo. That's S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O dot nine four. Or on Instagram at Tony dot Sanfilippo 81. And Ryan is available at facebook.com forward slash Ryan dot Wink. Or on Instagram at Names Wink. Now, with it being a Wednesday, we do something every Wednesday. Of course, this being the second Wednesday that I like to call Animal Tales. <coughs> Now, this particular uh, segment is sponsored by my dog rescue nonprofit, Rough Riders. We pull dogs from uh, the rural shelters where, uh, you know, they've only got so much time on the clock. We transport them here to the Reno area and work with uh, our local no-kill shelters and no-kill rescues to help find them home. So if you are interested in learning more about that, head over to roughriders.org. That's R-U-F-F riders.org. All right, our first story. When cops responded to reports of a damaged ATM in Delhi recently, they were surprised to check CCTV footage and discovered that the felon was actually a monkey. Surveillance footage captured inside the ATM, located in the National Capital's South Avenue area, shows the primate pulling off what some on social media have described as an incredible, quote, monkey heist. In the video, the monkey is seen inside the kiosk of a State Bank of India ATM. It is seen fiddling with the ATM and pulling out the machine's front panel, a mammoth task that sends him tumbling to the floor. After inspecting the machine some, uh, after inspecting the machine some more, the monkey scampers towards the door with the video cutting off just before it exits. What do you guys think the uh, monkey was trying to, uh, to buy, to pull money for? Uh, his owner, who trained him to do so. Ooh, I like that theory. What about you, Tone? Oh, I'm not. I'm not too sure. Uh, maybe bananas. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> that was so good. I, I have. I have a feeling Tony. That is... was literally the lowest hanging fruit. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling Tony's uh, working hard on trying to get his computer working and uh, <laughs> is taking this segment to just check out a little bit. I'll be more focused, yes, but that would be true. I am, I am, pre- I'm prepping for the big on-screen return. Sorry. I think bananas. I think bananas was the perfect answer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. A little did they know when the box tops wrote. The letter in 1967 that those iconic lyrics would apply to a green turtle some 52 years later. Nonetheless, truth became stranger than fiction when a mama turtle's internal GPS was working just fine when she landed on the newly constructed Mafaru Airport in the Maldives, or Maldives, whatever it's called. While she was an unexpected guest in April 2019, her touchdown included others missing airline tickets as well. This green was accomplished by a trail of eggs on the tarmac. Um, wow, you know, uh, you know, 
we live in an area here in Nevada where, you know, we're building on top of habitats that uh, animals have lived on for, for ages, mostly coyotes. But, uh, I mean, could you imagine coming in for a landing and seeing this giant turtle laying eggs on the runway and, and having to figure out how to avoid it? Get out of the way! Move! <laughs> yeah, t- talk about having to fuel up at the Shell station. Oh, man. <laughs> oh. That was bad. <laughs> yep, I got I got more where that came from, fellas. The locust. <laughs> All right, moving on. So, food for thought, guys. When you're going to the beach, what sort of animals do you have to sort of be on the lookout for? You know, uh, an animal that could ruin your day and and just you know be annoying or or could potentially tear you apart. Seagulls, jellyfish. Seagulls but, are the worst of the worst. That's true. <laughs> Seagulls are not great. You know, obviously, you have to uh, watch out for the uh, the bombs that they drop, and uh, oh, they are annoying. You know, if you're I've had one steal uh, steal meat out of my sandwich while I was in while it was in my hand. They're bold, so, so it's personal. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's something you don't think about: National Park Service rangers are telling beachgoers at Cape Lookout in North Carolina to be on the lookout for a black bear. In a Facebook post, Cape Lookout National Seashore said Saturday that a park biologist found a bear's paw print in the sand on South Core Banks, part of the chain of the Outer Banks Barrier Islands. The park says it's rare for bears to make their way onto the Barrier Islands, but they're excellent swimmers and can generally make their way across inlets to hop from island to island. I mean, could you imagine chilling out on the beach and then all of a sudden a black bear comes by? I mean, it's called the Barrier Islands, guys. The writing's been <laughs> writing's on the wall. Stevie Wonder, very superstitious. <laughs> nice birthday. throwback, birthday boy. There. <laughs> there you go. All right, moving on to the next story. A 45-second clip from security footage updated from Facebook reveals a Siamese cat from Bogota, Colombia or Bogota, Colombia, leaping in front of a child to prevent him from falling down a staircase. It happened in November of 2019. Security footage clearly shows a cat with a heart as toddler Samuel crawls out of his crib on the floor uh, on top... Boy, I'm telling you, I can't read today. On the top floor of a home, the family cat is seated peacefully on a nearby couch. As the child moves to an open doorway and towards a steep stairway of some 12 steps, Gatubella, which translates into Catwoman, can be seen jumping off the couch and stopping in front of the baby, trying to distract him away from the stairs. In the next instance, she jumps on top of little Samuel as he gets too close and inserts herself between him and a potentially lethal tumble. Um, You know, Animals in general are are so attentive. You know, they love their humans. Um, it's nice to see when you know a dog or a cat, you know, will protect somebody from potentially harming themselves. Yeah, absolutely, man. And and <laughs> t- radio Tony, silence. I, I, heard, I heard clicking. I heard clicking in the background. No, it can't. <laughs> Cats are an interesting one. You know, in ancient Egypt, they were highly revered and sacred creatures. They found huge tombs of, uh, of people's cats 
that they, I don't know if they even owned them, but they just were part of the family. Yeah, they were thought as uh, gods or next to God. And, um, you know, they're they're smart creatures. I mean, they don't give a crap about anything they're usually. Selfish, but, yeah. but I mean, they're selfish. <laughs> yeah and they'll fling they don't care man they just but they're royal they're like majestic you know they're like you must come to me yes (laughs) (laughs) well folks that does it for this week's animal tales stick with us we've got your instant pot hacks right ahead Want to expand your advertising dollar? Sponsor this or any America Matters program by calling 775-827-8900, extension 2. Now, back to the show. And back to the show we are, I got to say, it is a weird Wednesday, May 13th, here on the Christian Christian Phoenix Radio Show. You know, I can't read today. Tony's having video issues. We do have him back on video now. But if you folks missed a portion of the show or need to catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to americamatters.us, click on the Shows and Podcasts link, and scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, and you can get everything you need there. Or if you have a favorite podcast platform that you uh, use, you can find us there. We're on all of them. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, CastBox, Overcast, about 16 different ones right now with more being added every day. While you're there, be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and tell your friends. Let them know what sort of fun that you're having. All right, Tony, Ryan, I've got to ask, and I think Tony has one, do either of you have an instant pot? I I do have one. I jumped on the rage around the holidays because we had them marked down pretty cheap at Costco. So I I bought one and I've honestly only used it once. Good really, thing. you seem you seem like an instant pot guy. <laughs> <laughs> They're great though. They are They're... great. I don't have one. My two roommates ago had one. It was a delight. He would cook all the time. Meat was always tender. You know. I've uh, I pondered getting one. They're yeah, the I, house here. I made a uh, Philly cheesesteak um, recipe that my friend Annie gave me, and uh, I tried it, and it was awesome. It worked well. Yeah, they're magical. Yeah. They're they're a, a mix between a crock pot and a pressure cooker, and I mean, you can cook an entire chicken in about an hour, you know, as opposed to baking it, which takes hours upon hours um it, it it's is a lot more moist it is it is yeah moist We're, moist Excellent. really have a problem with that word they <laughs> really do that's why i wanted to reiterate in case but, but i'm not one of them <laughs> i'm not one of them moist <laughs> moist is the word of the day <laughs> <laughs> that's the word of the day ah! <laughs> <laughs> Well, for those of us who are sequestered and shut in for coronavirus, you know, we're obviously looking for ways to expand our repertoire of what we eat and how we cook, and Instant Pots make that so much easier. Well, I came across a list of Instant Pot hacks that uh, were really sort of interesting to, uh, to see some of the things you can do with it. For instance, did you guys know that you could make popcorn in your Instant Pot with a recipe that uses coconut oil? 
I did not I, know that. I didn't know it, but I was under the um, presumption that uh, Instant Pot can do anything. Uh, apparently it can. You know, it's, <laughs> it is the next step to the food replicator in uh, Star Trek. Do you think Carol Baskin can make some wicked good steak in there? Oh, Carol yeah. Baskin! <laughs> I, I know it's something she probably did with her ex-husband. <laughs> and, and I saw Michi, Michi, Michi. It, it was just a picture of Howard Baskin and it said if socks and sandals was a person <laughs> <laughs> alright the other thing you can do with an instant pot is you can actually keep your food warm until you're ready to eat it you just put the uh, instant pot on the warm setting and uh, you know if you've uh, had to walk away or, or do something you just stick it in there and, and it keeps it nice and warm without uh, overly cooking it. Yeah, yeah I mean, go ahead, Tony. No, you go, brother. No, you're on the video now. I like to, <laughs> I like to watch you talk. All I got to say is we're, we're par for the course on this Wednesday so far. Yeah. Oh, no. We're, yeah, no, no, you go, go ahead, no, buddy. You go. Yeah, no, I th- I like it. Uh, that was one of the reasons why I bought it. Just like the ladies at work, they're like, oh, it's so great. When little Timmy's at his basketball game, we just put in a casserole. It's all good. We just go shop. No big deal. I'm like, sold. I want one. Yeah. I don't have a kid that plays basketball, but I, I'll make a casserole. You don't, I haven't you made don't a casserole. need to have a kid that plays basketball to get an instant pot. No. I think all the single <laughs> ladies and gentlemen out there should get you one. <laughs> All right, couples, guys. couples, couples too. There you go. Do you guys ever find yourself just without applesauce and all of a sudden craving applesauce? Never. No. 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 <laughs> you, you mean it's not a? Is that, is that a? Is that a thing? You mean it's not a daily occurrence? Oh, <laughs> uh, I need applesauce today. <laughs> Get in my belly! Come on. <laughs> the reason I ask is because. If you happen to find yourself in that scenario, you can make applesauce in less than five minutes. Chop your apples, add water, salt, cinnamon, and lemon juice, and let your Instant Pot do the rest. Applesauce in five minutes. That's amazing. I didn't know you were tying the Instant Pot back in. I did not know. That was slick. That was slick. You started with the sauce, brought it back to the Instant Pot. I like, I like that. <laughs> Is there anything it can't do? I know. I feel like we're promoting an infomercial here. It's awesome. But wait, there's more. If you order in the next five seconds, we're going to double your order. And not only that, we're going to send you a How to Cook Applesauce book two, written by Christian Fedex. But there's more. If you call the next minute, you ain't free forever. Forever? Unbelievable. <laughs> Some sort of mind blood, mind blood, bad. Oh, it's a mind. That's what should explode. Is a mind. Oof. Yeah. You don't want anything else exploding. Yeah. Not was that uh, <laughs> that leaky Car- butthole yesterday. And Carol Baskin's <laughs> temper. <laughs> it's funny. You guys are talking about Carol infomercials. Baskin. We were uh, discussing a couple days ago about uh, you know some of our favorite stand-up bits, and I mentioned Mitch Hedberg, and he has a, a great bit about uh, you know three easy payments. Oh yeah. <laughs> and he brought up the fact you know is there ever like one easy payment and two really hard payments? 
<laughs> so, yeah. all right. Yeah, we- one really, one really difficult payment. Three easy yeah. payments, one super difficult payment. Yeah, the last one. They're like, oh, by the way, you owe us nine hundred dollars. Yeah. What? It was only eighty dollars at Costco. Shipping and handling, bitch. <laughs> it's always the handling. All right. <laughs> Moving on with the instant pot hacks. Have you obviously you guys have heard of prison wine? But uh, you can actually make your own red wine. Bruno. <laughs> in an instant pot. So if you have the right ingredients, and I'm going to post all of this on our Facebook page so you can get the recipe if you hear this and be like, hmm, I want to make my own wine in an instant pot. Uh, yeah, you know, it's it's another thing that the instant pot can do that, you know, you just had no idea. I didn't know you could make wine in it. This is good for future dating after the coronavirus. After all that's done, it's like, hey, babe, Want to come over? I'm going to make you some spaghetti and meatballs and some prison wine made from my Instapot. No, I could see, for you. I could see Tony on his date. He's going to have some cheeseburgers, <laughs> onions scraped off. He's going to. He's. Oh, hold on. Let me whip up some applesauce. You ever just. You ever just start craving applesauce, girl? Oh well. I learned this on this. this really awesome show, the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. Maybe you've heard of it. Yeah, we should let's watch an episode over this homemade wine that I just made for you in my instant pot right here in front of your very eyes, girl. Hey, and right. then, then on the date, you guys can bust out your homemade lotion that you made with your instant pot. Yeah, you oh my, are you serious? <laughs> Get out wow. of here. What the holy hell? Buddy? You can make hard <laughs> lotions with your instant Goodbye. pot <laughs> with a few ingredients <laughs> and a mold on hand. Now, the one thing I would recommend is that uh, if you're doing that, you wash out the pot really good after trying to make uh, um, you know some food afterwards because otherwise your food's not going to taste all that great. And I think all of this with adult supervision, it just goes without saying. <laughs> right. <laughs> or if you're married, you're like, babe, why does this, uh, this meat taste like, uh, like suave lotion? Like lavender and uh, bergamot like Irish, dove. Irish but it's, so, it's so good on the skin there, babe, with all the hand washing we're doing. It's really nice. It puts the lotion on the skin. <laughs> <laughs> Sixth scariest movie of all time. You know it. You know it. You know it. As evidenced by our show yesterday. All right. So you guys have uh, made a delicious meal in the Instant Pot. You've made some applesauce as an appetizer, some uh, prison wine in there, and some lotion to uh, cap off the evening. Now you can actually make a cheesecake in your Instant Pot as well. Of course as sort of can. the icing on the uh, cheesecake, if you will. Of course you can. Yeah. I mean, this, okay. this is the one-stop shop for all things delicious. It does and, and, and it'll get you drunk. <laughs> I got drunk, made lotion, and made a cheesecake. What does your little Instapot do? <laughs> Same as yours, bud. <laughs> oh, good for you. <laughs> and finally, guys. I'd like, to, I'd like to see you do that with the Crock-Pot, homie. <laughs> <laughs> And finally, as we evidence as we evidence today, there's not much you can't make with your instant pot. You can do ramen noodles, brownies, cake mixes, you name it. It's I mean, you just throw it in there. The instant pot takes care of the rest. I, I would recommend that you do a trial run before you try most of these, just because the the margin of error is certainly there. Well, folks, we have reached the end of this first 
very strange hour. Stick with us. We've got our call-in topic next. And uh, don't go anywhere. We've got our long break, but we will be right back. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. This is the second hour of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on a Wednesday, May 13th, or as I like to think about it, a second chance to uh, restart the day, because it's been a uh, an odd morning, but we're having fun, right guys? Yeah, it's, every, it's moment's a, every moment's an opportunity to start over, guys. Exactly. Yeah. Right? <laughs> as you guys I can- wash my hands of this weirdness. <laughs> as you guys can Let's hear go, Bob. or see, we've got uh, my co-host with me. Tony Sanfilippo and Ryan Wink. Say hey, guys. Hey, everybody. Hour two, let's, let's do this. Yep. Let's go. How we doing, everybody? We're going to have some I'm fun. Feeling- we are going to have some fun this hour. Now, it is an interactive show, and at the end of this segment, we want you to call in for our call-in topic that we're going to talk about here in just a minute. That number is 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Toll free from anywhere in the world. Again, 844-790-TALK. 844-790-8255. We'll open up the phone lines at the end of this segment so we can hear your guys' thoughts on You Lied on Your Resume. Tony, Ryan, have either of you guys lied on a resume to uh, get a job or just to impress a hiring manager? Tony, Um, go ahead. I think since I've been with uh, Costco since the beginning of time, uh, (laughs) I can't say I have. I I haven't put in a resume since high school, and even then it was Arby's and Videomaniacs and Teleperformance. So unfortunately I've never gotten the experience to try to impress press with a fake resume so <laughs> now, so unfortunately it's a no for me but okay. i have seen a lot of questionable resumes throughout the hiring years of hiring people so. i was gonna ask i know you've hired people is there anything that stood out on somebody's resume that just sort of struck you wrong or you were calling references and it was completely different from what they listed yeah, uh, we had one girl recently we hired, and she's since have already parted. She didn't last long because um, it was like too much to wear a mask at work. But uh, it was like she was she was like a worker at Seven Eleven. Then she worked at she ran a McDonald's, and then she was in charge of Mu- Radio City Music Hall in New York, like the whole food <laughs> banquet. And I'm like, what? 
Which one? How do you go from? Yeah, how do you go from A B C? Say what? That was probably my most recent weird one, where I was like, "Well, on paper, if you really did this, that's pretty badass." But (laughs) but how do you go from McDonald's to Radio City Music Hall in New York? Vertical moves. Yeah, it's huge, man. That that's one where you you ask, you know, you mind if I call your reference on that? And then when you do call, it's her going Radio City Music Hall. <laughs> well, yeah, she went and she was the best in the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, we were we were so sad to see her go. <laughs> oh darn, she's really reliable. She's going to be a real long time employee, very management potential. <laughs> Two weeks later. I, I literally can't say enough good things about her. I don't know why we're Southern all of a sudden, but I like it. I like, I, going, I like going Southern. I like channeling my inner. Carol, these, these, <laughs> these jokes went South real quick. <laughs> Unmaster Wink. I love it. Speaking of Master Wink, what about you, Ryan? Never lied on a resume and don't say no because I know that's a lie. Look, I don't always try to get jobs that requires a resume, but when I do, I lie on them. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, the answer is yes. I mean, my personal favorite is, you know, you gotta you gotta switch up your references, but as uh, uh, you just put your friends always, and you just warn them, hey, these people (laughs) might be calling you. Give me a stellar review. I was like. All you need is three friends to do that? Yeah. Yeah. I've lied on every resume. I, I got a job as a translator translating legal documents. I'm sorry if they're watching right now, but I was like, yeah, I have. I don't know how long of experience. I did not, but I got the job done. I just needed a foot in the door, baby. You're like, I know words. How hard can, can it be? Oh, it's hard, I, but I got the job done. I knew I could do it. Got my foot in the door. Took care of business, but I did lie on the resume. <laughs> <laughs> well, folks, we're talking about lying on resumes. Uh, again, at the end of this segment, we want you to call in whether you've lied on a resume or you've been hiring somebody and something just didn't look right on their resume. 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now, for me, I've never lied on my resume, but the thing is I have... Uh, just due to the nature of what I do currently and what I did in the past in the automotive market is I moved around a lot from job to job. And, you know, if I put every single thing on my resume that I've ever done, my resume would be like 18 pages long. Not literally. No one wants to read that. Exactly. So I, I've had to conveniently leave off some of the lesser things, but, uh, you teleperformance. know, teleperformance. I was just going to say that. <laughs> You in the parking lot? <laughs> According to my resume, Blue Firebird. I, I didn't exist before 2005, so um, you know it, it's just you, you. You came onto the scene with guns blazing, man. Yeah, or I, uh, you know, faked my death, my previous life, and uh, faked a death, and came back and, and reemerged as myself. But uh, yeah, so. Again, we want to hear from you guys. We're opening the phone lines right now. 844-790. Andrew Pullman, I know you're watching. My cousin, you better call in because I read your resume, son. 
And there was some <laughs> fakey stuff on there, big dog. You better call. <laughs> that number again, 844-790-TALK, 844-790-8255. Phone lines are open right now. We want to hear from you. Don't be shy. We'll see you guys on the other side. Unable to listen to the whole show? A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast link. Now, back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on a Wednesday, May 13th. We are talking about people lying on their resumes, whether it was you, whether you were a hiring manager, somebody... uh, put in a resume and said that they were the queen of England and, uh, you know, seemed to be pretty confident about that. We want to hear from you. Call us right now, 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255 from anywhere in the world. That number is toll free. And, uh, you know, it, Aside from this being a uh, light on our resume topic, it sounds like it's a little bit of a confessional for Ryan as well, as uh, he seems to be admitting uh, uh, a couple missteps that he's taken in that regard. Yeah, I would uh, I would like to uh, send an uh, apology to Alex Saeed of Sydney, Australia, for saying that I had six months of uh, service industry uh service industry what what's the word i'm looking for guys experience uh experience experience thank you god excellent to to uh to get the waiter job which i crushed uh i I, you know i went on youtube and i looked how to carry like three plates at once boom (laughs) i was an expert i'm a professional you know what? I take back that apology. I'm not sorry. You're welcome for the great job that I did and all the joy and laughter I brought in the two short months that I worked at that hellhole. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, with, with YouTube in about 20 minutes, you can become an expert at anything. Um, you can do research on literally anything. Yeah, yeah. You know, say- research. <laughs> A lot of people doing research these days. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't mean you have experience. Uh, folks, uh, like I said, phone lines are open. Give us a call. I know there are many of you out there who have either lied. You can use a fake name. You know, don't worry about we your We see you on listening. Facebook. We see you on yeah. Facebook. We see you. We see you, Garrett LaPierre, Amanda Scipio, Amy Scafidi, and Robin Fresina. I see you up Just on call. Just call. Tony's calling you out by name now. But, uh, yeah, that number is 844 Just give me a shout-out Thanks. 844 <laughs> 8255. Uh, Tony, um, you know, I, a lot of resumes have come across your desk in the hiring process. Anything else that stands out to you? Yeah. Well, if my cousin Andrew doesn't call in a second, I'm going to rat his, his resume out a bit. But uh, yeah, you see everything from, uh, you know, you have people that say, oh, I know how to drive a forklift. And I was once a manager. Oh, one good one we had was, you know, we did hire him. But I mean, it was very extravagant. It was like he was he was the manager of the food preparation at Disneyland and Red Robin and all this other stuff. He's one of our he's one of our soups now, which is awesome. But you always like, how did you go from Disneyland to Costco? Like in my mind, I'm like, oh, I go from Costco to Disneyland. Sounds fun. But he's but of course, he said, it. you know, once you work for Disney, probably not as fun as going to Disney. So 
probably you know true. i think uh costco is kind of like the disneyland of uh suburbia um, absolutely a, a it's a big box an retail adventure. stores yep <laughs> samples samples tour 2020 it's, yeah that's on hold we can't do samples I, well yeah, right now. I, yeah. I can Im- okay samples yeah. tour 2019 yeah that was fun <laughs> anytime you're hungry that was super fun <laughs> yeah, the ones that would stand there and just eat like fifty demos. They're like, "Oh, well, there's bacon wrap meatball," and act surprised every time they get it offered to them. Oh, what? That's oh, good. Oh, yeah. you're selling it here. Oh, let me try another one. <laughs> well, I gotta take one for the kids and family. Thank oh, you. Yeah. I'm gonna be buying wait, that today. Wait, where are they? Where are they again? What's the oh, price yeah. on them? Come oh, back. Oh, special. I was let thinking about getting more? another one. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> as if they couldn't afford the dollar fifty hot dog and soda on the way out. And that's me, as if lying on all these resumes wasn't bad enough. I'm now lying to the people giving out samples at Costco. <laughs> as if they care. But no, so buy it. They, yeah, yeah, that's they're true. Like, okay, that's true. I shouldn't even I, I I don't even need to lie, but somehow somehow yeah. I still do. <laughs> now I gotta ask, being a fruit food preparation manager. Is that basically somebody who just stands there and watch the uh, cooks and the chefs just assemble food? What does that entail? Yeah. That is Tony. true. I, I, I what would is say it? it's, a fancy, it's a fancy way of saying, that's like your nice title. You're supervising, but you're like, no, I'm right. in charge. I, right. You're the microwave create monitor. The magic. Yes. I, I'm in charge of the microwave. Like, king of the king of the microwave i tell you how to operate the microwave and you do it i to to the t how i say yeah i delegate <laughs> some people do put fancy stuff so since my cousin didn't call um i, oh, I read his resume out. when he was trying to get some jobs and uh well he fibbed on one of them he said he was a manager at costco he never was he was nope. there for like a month Mm. <laughs> he was our cart guy. A far cry. It, a far cry for management. It, I think he was like he put he was the cart the the lead cart pusher li, li, liaison. <laughs> liaison. You throw, liaison. You throw a French you throw a French word and anything. Yeah. Accoutrement. <laughs> liaison. How was the liaison for the cart crew? I love it. And he worked there for one month. And I'm pas. and I'm just reading it and I go, dude. You can't put your manager at Costco. Like nobody comes into Costco in one month and becomes a manager. It doesn't happen unless it's some desolate mountain or area Wait, where no one lives. He <laughs> had one month on there as far as how long he worked oh, there. And yeah, yeah, still yeah. Put manager. You still put manager. Yeah. It's like I started. Wait, oh, I would like to talk to him. <laughs> I know. Call in, Andrew. I'm calling you out. It's fun. But his resume was really good because, of course, you know, he works, he's a sous chef and he does a lot of restaurants. So he bounces around a lot to restaurants. To yeah. restaurants. Oh, okay. And he's a hell of a good cook, but he did have that brief stint at Costco. But in it, it was like, he was the liaison of the cart crew. And he, he was, he, a, he wasn't, he, he wasn't uh, rubbing elbows with the top brass. No. Nah. In, in 30 days. I, I've been there 20 years and I still barely rubbing elbows with the brass. I like have to step on a step stool. Hey, boss. How you doing? <laughs> it, I'm doing pretty good, bud. If you folks want uh, tips on how to skillfully lie on your resume, Ryan's your man. So, uh, yeah, reach out to him <laughs> yeah, on holler, Facebook. And- holler, I got you guys. Holler. Oh, wait, it's this way. Sorry. <laughs> Try to throw it to, to my screen, brother. There next you to me. go. <laughs> we, we still have a few minutes left waiting for those calls. 
folks, don't be shy. Uh, you know, don't like I said, shy. you can use a fake name. Uh, chances are your your boss or your your company isn't listening. But uh, again, that number eight four four seven nine zero talk eight four four seven nine zero eighty two fifty five. Since we do have the uh, the fib master on the f- line with us, obviously Ryan. Um, can you give us any other insight into uh, something that you've skillfully twisted into your favor? Wow. Skillfully twisted into my... I'm not feeling uh, good about myself. Just with that skillfully twisted into my favor. You know, um... On a re- what else did I... I mean, oh! I just... You could just... You basically just take your amount of experience and you times it by 20. Yeah. <laughs> and then you throw, if, you know, you spin a couple of yarns and uh, drop three names of friends and three numbers. And, uh, you know, just make sure all the dates line up and they make sense. There you go. And the question is, you know, how many people call references these days anyway? Uh, it just about depends as many on people who called in for this. this yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> I was going to say there's a Lockheed and Martin out here. And there's a few of my former Costco employees and coworkers that went on to work for Lockheed and they've used me as references. So I can tell you, they have always called to verify. So I know the Navy does when they uh, get top secret clearance. I had a, a friend put me as a reference. You would certainly hope they, they would call. Well, no, he came to my house. Oh, wow. Yeah, those those are hardcore ones, right? Like, I've gotten to be in that, too. It's it's nuts. Came to my house, and then he walks in, and he, he goes, oh, why do you have a picture of Judd Allen in your uh, house? I'm like, that's my mom's dad. He's like, Judd Allen was a great man. And my, my grandpa used to be the head of the Chamber of Commerce at Reno, and he was, uh, yeah, he, he'd done a lot of great things for the city. So the guy knew who he was. So I, I breezed the interview. And uh, thanks, Judd. Thanks. Now, now I got to ask, when you opened the door and you saw a Navy officer standing there, did your heart just start pounding? Yeah, I had lied on the resume. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to take you to the brig. Of course. Of, of course my heart was pounding. Figures of uh, any, any sort of authority, my heart gets to pounding. Even if I'm not doing anything wrong, it's like driving by a cop. You're not speeding. You don't have anything in the car. But it's just like I'm nervous. My palms are sweaty. My knees are weak. My arms are heavy. (laughs) (laughs) Vomit on my sweater for sure. Mom's spaghetti. Definitely out of the instant pot. (laughs) (laughs) After it was made with the lotion and the prison wine. Yes, it puts the lotion on the skin. Or it gets the wine again, and the wine is terrible. Tastes like soap. (laughs) Well, guys, that about does it for our call-in topic. I got to say, you know, it's just, you know, par for the course today that, uh, you know, nobody's calling in. Folks, we do a call-in topic every day. And so, uh, you know, give us a call. I know you guys have stuff to contribute. We're going to break you eventually. Yeah, don't be shy. I mean, if I could do it, anyone can do it. Yeah. One of these days, these phone lines are going to be lighting up. We're going to be turning people away. But until then, at least one person might be a little nice. <laughs> but uh, most days... Tim didn't even call, so shout out to Tim. I thought Tim would have called. Yeah. Most days we do, but uh, today is just just a weird and wacky Wednesday that, uh, you know, 
Seems, seems it's be... wild, brother. Wild Wednesday with Wink and Christian Phoenix. I like it. Yeah, do. Call in on the Phoenix Christian hotline anytime with the macho man. Yeah. <laughs> Dig it. All right, folks. We're headed into the break. We've got a special segment coming up for you next. Knowing our luck, it's going to go off the rails, but uh, we're going to have fun with it nonetheless. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. To join the conversation, call 844-790-TALK. That's 844-790-8255. Now, back to the show. And we are back. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on a Wednesday, May 13th. Folks, we have the Phoenix line. If you missed our call-in topic uh, in the last segment and want to tell us about a uh, resume that you've lied on or uh, has come across you as a hiring manager that just didn't stand out, give us a call on the Phoenix line. It is a a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail message line that you can call at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X. R-D-O or 855-336-4973. Any topic, just checking in. Tell us how you're doing. Keep it entertaining. We'll compile those and put those all together. Now, uh, 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 it, some, hello? What? Hello? Uh, hello? Who, who, who is this? Christian, are you there? Hello? Yeah, I, are you hijacking our signal? Yes, I've hijacked your signal. It's me, Dr. Evil. Oh, my God, Dr. Evil. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh. I thought it was Xfinity. Hello, Tony. Hello, Tony. Hi, Dr. Evil. Long what? time no speak, man. How have you been? Oh, you know, I can't complain. Yeah, I mean, how's it, mis- it, it's... How's Mr. Spigglesworth? Well... He's bald and beautiful as ever. Thanks for asking. You're quite <laughs> it, it, welcome. It's strange that you're you're hijacking our our, our signal, but uh, I assume that you've got you know something to say or, or or proclaim. Your assumption is correct, Christian. Where do I begin? The details of recent years is quite inconsequential, though I shall proceed to regale you with them. I have taken many lovers, fathered many babes, none of which turned out to be quite as evil as their father. Quite a disappointment, really. I actually had to disown quite a few of those do-gooders just because they weren't, what's the word, diabolical? Well, I mean, you've been gone for a number of years. I, I, I assume that, you know, you've, you've had something in the works. Oh, something in the works I have, Christian. You see, I've put into action an unquantifiable number of evil plans, even going so far as to teaming up with an insane little mouse trying to take over the world. Though time and time again, my plans at bringing the world to its knees was foiled by my arch nemesis, Austin Powers. So what sort of things have you tried? Oh, Christian, I've concocted a veritable cornucopia of natural disasters, tornadoes, volcanoes, hurricanes, tsunamis, and even earthquakes, which I must say were quite off the Richter scale. (laughs) Perhaps you bore witness to some of my handiwork? 
Yeah, I think I've noticed some of those at least. Well, still, despite my best efforts, uh, the world keeps turning time and time again, and good seems to triumph over evil. It was then that I realized I had to do something big, something so freaking bad that it would bring the entire globe to a standstill, and that's just what I did, Christian. Oh, my God. Are you responsible for coronavirus? Oh, oh no, 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 that... That wasn't me. Uh, there, I wish I could take credit. I'm a, I'm a doctor, and I've got a strict set of evil moral standards that forbid me from taking credit for things I had nothing to do with. No, no. What I've brought forth is like the coronavirus on steroids. And what is that? Murder hornets. <laughs> Wait, so you're responsible That's, for murder hornets? You're evil! You're so dang evil! That's right, gentlemen. <laughs> That's right. And and if my projections are correct, they will soon take over the world. <laughs> but I've heard that they only kill tens of people each year. <laughs> No bonehead, you know, if my if my, my projections are correct, once again, they will soon swarm into every major city in the world. Uh, okay. Murder hornets. Okay. Yeah, if, Dr. If, Evil, if, it's me. If Hello, you, Frau, shout out to my homies. <laughs> if you say so. Now, were murder hornets your first attempt at uh, delivering evil plans to us? Oh, oh, heavens no, they're... There have been quite a few iterations to this plan, the first of which was called Summer's Dawn, in which I release, release colonies of assassin ants. A heck, assassin ants? Jeez yes, Louise. But, but that plan failed, and I was forced to implement the next phase, which was Summer's Mid-Morning, in which I set free millions of crazed caterpillars. Well, and none of us have heard of any of those. I mean, how did you get to where you're at now? Well, yes, again, the crazed caterpillars didn't quite pan out the way I had hoped. And uh, I had to move on to the next phase, which I dubbed Summer's Afternoon, where I freed billions of killer crickets. Okay, all right. But again, my plan didn't quite pan out bringing on an itch for world domination so strong that only the next phase could stop it, Summer's Eve. And that was the murder hornets? Where's my soundbite, homie? <laughs> murder hornets. <laughs> but so don't... A lot, a lot of people are counting me out, but I've planted the most diabolical weapon of all time right under your noses and no one even knows of the ticking time bomb that's happening right now so if i heard you correct you're saying that uh, summer's eve is soothing your itch for world domination yes i have a, i have an itch for world domination so strong that only this current phase could stop it which i have dubbed summer's eve all right. Well, you know, we we wish you the best, and and you know, uh, uh, as soon as you add freaking laser beams to the murder hornets, you know, maybe they'll kill a hundred people. 
One more thing, Christian, while I'm bragging, I've, I was, I was hinting at a, a bomb. I've a ticking time bomb. I've set off in American culture. And if you could play that soundbite one more time, I'll tell you what it is. The Kardashians. Oh my God. Oof. Well, on that bombshell, you know, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna have to let you go. Um, Wow, you know, it's not every day you get an evil genius like Dr. Evil chiming in. Folks, when you, I don't even know how to, to, to comprehend this. i got to take a few minutes to, uh, to figure it out. But uh, when we come back, guys, we will be talking this day in history with Ryan. Don't go anywhere. More to come. Are you shy and don't want to talk on the air? Text us your questions or comments to 775-237-2266. Now back to the show. And back to the show we are. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show on a Wednesday, May 13th. Sadly, we are to the last segment of the show. Or if you've been listening to the entire show, this might just be the gunshot to the head that this episode needs to move on with its day. Uh, we've been having some... Why won't you die? <laughs> some weird, weird, weird moments, fun uh, callers who have not called in. But uh, that's the way live radio goes. You know, it's all... Off the cuff, and uh, we have some fun f- with it. We- I, I'm having a great time. I don't. Am I alone here? No, no. no I'm, I'm having a blast. Like I'm in tears, especially when Doctor Evil called. Man, I was literally in tears on camera. So for those listening, I was literally weeping happily. <laughs> weeping. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Sometimes some of the best shows come out of just pure disaster, which uh, you, you know, know. It's. Uh, I. I think this probably qualifies for that. Yeah, I don't think it's been disaster. It's been two fast hours of fun, and we're on the last segment already. Yep. I mean, either way, we're having fun now. If you missed any of the show, uh, you missed Doctor Evil, uh, you know, taking over our airwaves. You can catch up with an older episode or this show in particular. Head over to americamatters.us, click on the shows and podcast link. Scroll on down to Christian Phoenix Radio Show and you can get everything you need there. Now, if you have a favorite podcast platform that you use, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor, Breaker, CastBox, Overcast, iHeart, TuneIn, so many more, go ahead and go over there, download the episode, subscribe, leave a review, comment, share with your friends, and join in the fun. Uh, we've got another great show lined up for tomorrow and Friday. In fact, we even have a special guest coming on Friday that even the guys don't know about yet. I'll fill Ooh. them in here after the show. But uh, we are at the last segment of the show, and what that means each and every day, even though I don't have a soundbite for it quite yet, is Ryan is going to take us through this day in history. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another installment of This Day in History. History, 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 history. A day that shall live in infamy, henceforth and forevermore. All right. This one goes out to all my bloody Australian mates. This one, I think, I, I think Adam Adzi Chaston should be tuning in right now. So uh, in 1787, Arthur Philip set sail 
with 11 ships of criminals to Botany Bay, Australia. Now, i got to imagine that was out of England, and they're just bringing bloody convicts over to the island to, to, to populate it. Now look at the bloody thing. It's gone off the rails, mate. Now, i got to ask, were any of those convicts female? Because uh, how does that population expand if uh, it's a bunch of dudes on a ship? Bow, chicka, wow, wow. Uh, I I don't have the answer. I don't have the answer to that. They they. Oi oi oi! Who had that? That was Tone. <laughs> nice, Tony. I appreciate that. They really do say that all the time. Do they? <laughs> oh, yeah. And they and, do. Ozzy, Ozzy, Ozzy. Oi, they're con- oi, oi. they're con- they're they're convicts, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> they walk around drinking Foster's beer and eating Outback Steakhouse all day, right? Ooh, shrimp, tossing shrimps on the Barbie. <laughs> That's, oh. That was my entire experience when I was over there. If There's you want, Foster's, if you know, you, Outback Steakhouse and shrimps on the Barbie. If you want more stereotypes, be sure to tune into the Christian Phoenix radio show. <laughs> I will give we give the bloody Australians a bit of hell. They can take it. Uh, they got thick skin. After all, they're descended from bloody convicts, mate. <laughs> all right, Ryan, what else you got for us on this day? All right, let's move on. 1830, the Republic of Ecuador is founded with Juan Jose Flores as president. Ecuador is a country I've been to. Very beautiful, small, yet diverse, both geographically and with its people. A uh, beautiful country. I've heard it's beautiful. Now, does it get insanely hot there during the summer? Um, probably. I mean, it is on the equator. Hence, hence the name Ecuador, which means equator. <laughs> and funny story is where they built the big equator museum ended up being on the wrong spot. Oh, but no. I think they still just roll with it. And then they take they take you on a tour to the real equator from the spot where they accidentally built the uh museum on the wrong spot that wasn't quite <laughs> now do they have a line that's you know laid out on the ground where you can be like northern hemisphere southern hemisphere northern yeah. hemisphere southern they hemisphere. Abs- they do but it's the wrong one and then they take you to the line where you can actually do that that's hilarious yeah here uh out past verdi there's a place where you can get lottery tickets where they've done that with the california nevada border and while you're standing in line you're in nevada but as soon as you step up to that counter you're in california and you can buy lottery tickets not quite the same as ecuador but uh thought i'd just pitch in hey let's let's get that nevada 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 say it right all right moving on guys 1934 great dust bowl storm sweeps across u.s prairies now i just wanted to bring this back up because i we talked about it the other day remember it was what was it 1500 mile it was yeah long dust storm 900 miles wide Oof. Now it's almost from Colorado to Nevada. Yeah. Now, if you talked about it on this day of, in history a couple days ago and talking about it again today, does that mean that it lasted for three days? Or not? I'm sorry. Oh, the, uh, oh, you know, the dust boy, I, I'm not sure how long it actually lasted. It, uh, it's, in my mind, it was something that happened over months, but I don't know. Maybe it was just a uh, 
because I, I wasn't there a huge drought. It, it just all kind of coincided. It was like uh, this show kind of like a perfect storm. <laughs> <It was> kind <laughs> of like a perfect, perfect storm. Uh, the depression, a drought. You know, my jokes weren't landing. I got distracted. <sighs> I was looking at my next headline. I stopped paying attention to this one. <laughs> like I said, par for the course. It, it, it's we're having fun, but it's it's definitely been a, a, a strange day. Uh, what, what else you got for us, Ryan? All right, let's see what else we got here. Yeah, uh, in the 1981, Pope John Paul II is shot and critically wounded by Turkish gunman Mehmet Ali Akka in St. Peter's Square, Vatican City. And I, I think that was the um, that's when the bubble on the car came into play, huh? I was gonna say, I think that's when we got that you know pimp ass Pope mobile uh, rolling around. He looked like the boy in the giant bubble. Is it bad that when you just told that story, I totally pictured the puppets from Team America, World Police? I don't know why. <laughs> Durka, 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 stay. <laughs> I just I pictured it all. <laughs> I would have sex with you if you tell me you're never going to die right now. <laughs> or if you can promise me you're never going to die. I promise. I, promise. <laughs> I will never, never die. die. Oh, good movie. I got to go back and watch that. Oh, it's no, so it's, good. It's worth a re- I If you... You know, once a year, it's worth a re uh, rewatch. Uh, that movie is—it's <laughs> funny, man. It's hilarious. It just hits all the marks. Oh, it just does. I'm so. This ro- is his- <laughs> I'm so ronery. Uh, hello, Hans. Matt Damon. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on with this day in history. What else you got for us? Oh, um, let's see. 1940, Winston Churchill says, I have nothing to offer but blood, all tears, and sweat. In his first speech as prime minister to British House of Commons, 1940. Uh, Churchill. Winston Churchill had a lot more to offer than that. He was a big dude. (laughs) He was a big dude. Big cigar, you know, big personality. Just big all the way around. He's just big. He's just big. Super huge. <laughs> That's scientifically possible. <laughs> oh, man. You know, you know what else today is? I don't. Why don't you besides, fill us in? Besides Wacky Wednesday. Wacky yeah. Wednesday? It's National Apple Pie Day. Hey. It's nothing like a warm apple pie. Yummy. <laughs> hey, you know what else it is? It's National Crouton Day. Oh! I'm taking the day off. It's Crouton Day. <laughs> it's Crouton Day. I'm headed Hello. over to Marie Callender's It's the author's birthday. It's Crouton Day. F it, Wacky Wednesday. I'm rolling. Come on, girls. <laughs> I, I think Marie Callender's is, is just a plotting today between croutons and apple pie. I mean, everybody 75 and up is just going to be hitting up Marie Callender's no later than 4 p.m. And if Marie Callender's isn't open, you could also make it in your instant pot, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> cakes and pies, cakes and pies. All right, guys. It's also, it's also National Fruit Cocktail Day. <laughs> 
<laughs> Can I hold the fruit and just take the cocktail? I think I'm going to need it after this show. Yeah, yeah, grown-up drinks all around. Yes, as long as you have you have the tail behind the, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, you know, uh, it's also National Frog Jumping Day. Don't let's do it. Now, are, are we talking like actual frogs that are jumping, or are we talking about the game that you played as a kid when you had nothing better to do where you just hop over one another's back? I don't know. All it says is National Frog Jumping Day. I would like to imagine it's actual frog jumping. I kind of want to yell that out to the neighbors right now. Open up the window. Hey, yo! It's National Frog Jumping Day! Whoop, whoop! (laughs) They're like, that guy is extra weird. He's weird anyways, but he's really weird. I want to be on the committee that uh, when people submit whatever random crazy day that uh, they're proposing it be, who considers to be like, yeah, I think we can let National Frog Jumping Day. Yep. Slip on so, into Monday or uh, Wednesday, May thirteenth. Yep, it's what Bob thing. said. Yep, Bob just nailed it. Frog jumping day. <laughs> it's a good day for frog jumping. It's springtime. Frog uh, races are uh, back on the scene. You know. Um, yeah, uh, I, it's a it's a yes for me. Well, if you're frog jumping, you're not being okay. responsible. You're not social distancing. <laughs> so we, we may have to pro- uh, postpone National Frog Jumping Day this year and, and reinstate it next year. Yeah, we're bringing it back next May 13th. <laughs> Less wacky, more frog jumping. Oh. <laughs> Is it any Woo. other special holiday today, Ryan? Oh, yeah. National Third Shift Workers Day. <laughs> What? Yowie wowie! <laughs> said no one ever except for me on this show. <laughs> Who's like? Yeah, guys. Shout out to all of our shout out to all of our third shift worker uh, listeners out there. We salute you today. You are the true son heroes of this pandemic of the coronavirus. Coronavirus. Who, who's leaving? Who's leaving their second job, going to their third job, and being like, you know what? We really need a day for ourselves. We do, you know, because we usually work nights, so we need a day. <laughs> on on my resume, I am I have three jobs. This will be my fourth. I'm bringing it back. <laughs> All right, we've got time for one more. If you've got it, Ryan, give us the best holiday that it is today. It's. National Australia's Island of Bloody Rigging Convicts Day. That's that's there was nothing left. So yeah, Australia, a bunch of convicts. I'm not afraid to say it. This is fact. Happened today, many years ago. Eleven ships arrived on your shores, full of convicts. You explain it. Only on today would we try to buy a minute of time and run out of content, just because. That's the way it goes. But luckily we have bought that time. We are headed out of the show. Tune in tomorrow for a Thursday. It's going to be action-packed. Unfortunately, we're going to be missing Tony tomorrow. Action-packed. So there will be less technical difficulties. Hooray for you. But we will have our special guest host, Billy Galewood, back with us tomorrow. And, uh, you know, it it should go a little bit smoother. But uh, we had fun today. Hope you guys did, too. (laughs) Tune in tomorrow. We will see you then.